Welcome to another episode of Foxfire Farmhouse, the podcast. We're glad you've joined us once again to listen to us ramble on about movies oh, yeah. and uh, what we think of them. Episode and numero cuatro. Yeah, episode four. Thanks for sticking to it, sticking with us for four episodes. That's Good like job. half of eight. Yep. I don't know why that is significant, but it, it is. is. It's it's super significant. Twice of twice two. We're almost halfway through the season. Yeah. Season one, ten episodes is the target. Yep. So we are almost that halfway, cool. almost to the halfway mark. Thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for joining us if this is your first time. In fact, we just realized that in the last episode we didn't introduce ourselves, which if you were new to the last episode, you would have no idea who we are. So yep. allow me to introduce myself. I'm Josh Bartels, a uh, professional amateur. Mm, I like it. I like it. <laughs> My, I'm, I'm just an amateur at a bunch of things. DJ Josh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is Elijah Heyman. I am. I'm here. You know, He's here. I'm here. He's here. He's alive. He's ready. Yeah, I'm. He's ready to take this. Ready on. to go. I'm passionate. Passionate about. He's this. passionate. He's he's two cups of caffeine. Oh, passionate yeah. about this. I'm about to pour out a third a third cup because. Oh really? Yeah. I could, Hold I could, on. I got to drink do down. A third. Get it down. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here to talk about movies, and today we uh, part of what makes this podcast the podcast mm-hmm. is that we are speaking specifically to a Christian audience. Hi, Christian audience. Hello, Christian audience. And if you're a non-Christian Christian audience, hello to you, too. We're glad Hi. to have you. Yep. We, we welcome everybody here. And we, though, are going to ask a question, mm-hmm. which is, what are Christian movies? What is a Christian movie? Yeah. And we're going to answer once and for all so that there is no more debate, so mm-hmm. that there is no more question, and that when you go home, you're going to be thinking, I know exactly what a Maybe you're probably you're already home. Never mind. You're not going home. No, you're probably driving. Maybe. Yeah, Turn yeah that's now. true. Maybe <laughs> right now. Go, go, go. <laughs> Watch out behind you. <laughs> Somebody's following you. <laughs> yep, it's that car. Don't it's that car that yeah. you're looking at right no, now? No, it's the no the gray one. Yep. <laughs> this is like the setup to a bad movie. Yep. This is a setup to a nice B movie. In fact, it reminds me. Did you ever watch the movie Cellular with uh, oh, Chris Evans? No. And he... Uh, I think I heard about this one, though. He gets a cell phone call. I want to say he's in a car. That's why I'm thinking about it. But mm. he gets a cell call, but it's this lady who's been abducted, and she finds a phone in the attic and is able to make a call, but it only she dials the wrong number or something, and it goes to him. And so she's trying to get him to help her, and he ends up helping her, and he's on the phone for a long time and just trying to find her by the clues and things like that. And eventually he does, and, you know... Happy ending. All happy around. ending, but good. It was more like a B movie, you know, like yeah. Chris Evans before Chris Evans was really going. So it's like a Human Torch era. Yeah, this is definitely yeah. Human Torch. He's working era. up to yeah, Captain yeah. America, right? He he decided he <laughs> he was still in the B leagues of yep. the Marvel <laughs> world. So oh, goodness, yeah, good times. Anyway, it was a, it was a darker time. Yeah. So speaking <laughs> of darker times, yeah. what have you been finding cool in these darker times? Oh goodness, um, I was so prepared with. Last episodes. Oh, man. Okay, so yeah. let me go. Let Here, me you go, go first, okay. and I'll, I'll so, think of it. one of the things that I'm always digging uh, is the Grey Havens music. Mm. And the Grey Havens is a husband and wife band, Dave and Leisha Radford. Uh, and they do a they take a lot of inspiration from C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien in mm-hmm. their songwriting. Mostly Lewis. But they've just released a new album called Blue Flower. I just and saw that. it is spectacular. So yeah. good. Uh, 
one of their songs on there is called uh, Wide Awake, mm-hmm. and that is probably my favorite song on the album so far. Sweet. Uh, just talking about how basically that we want to be awake to the world around us, and as Christians who believe that there's something more than just the material world, mm-hmm. that we're looking for something that we haven't found yet, that blue flower, the thing that points to the joy that is beyond life, and yet often... Mm-hmm it seems like there's no proof of it or mm-hmm. that we can waver in our faith. And yeah. he talks about, and so one of the lines in the songs goes something like, uh, there's plenty of reasons to believe that these things don't exist, mm-hmm. but yet I still want them. And the, it, yep. it, it, kind of Lewis's idea, this is pulling on Lewis's thread yeah. of if there is some urge and desire that I have, that I have found no satisfaction for in this world. Mm-hmm. It could be that I've been created for another one. Mm-hmm. And so they just take a lot of those kind of Lewisonian, I don't even know if that's a term, Lewisonian mm-hmm. ideas and package them into beautiful narrative kind of winding folk songs that are just yeah. splendid. So anyway, that's what I've been digging lately. I, I do enjoy me some Grey Havens. They're they're very rich, especially just like lyrically. I think that's definitely their strong suit. Is yeah. That they write very well. Um. I think I'll I'll piggyback off of that and uh, I'll hit up some music. I'm a huge audiophile as well. I listen to so much music all the nice. time. It's very hard to find me not listening to it. Um, but a Christian artist, I'll go with a Christian artist as well that I really enjoyed. Um, and I discovered his music off of a Christian film. Hmm. Whatever nice. definition we're going to go yeah. with that one. <laughs> uh, the Case for Christ uh, movie. Ah. And uh, it was it's Strayhan. I don't know if you've ever heard of Strahan. I have never heard of him. He, I would, I would recommend if you've never listened to him, listen to "Help Me Believe." Okay. And it is what kind of genre is he more like? It's the, folk. It's folk okay. music. Yeah. He likes to go with the three chords and makes an entire song out of it. Okay, cool. It is just, it's, <laughs> it just, it hits your, it hits your heart really good, and yeah. just, and it hits that, that like struggling, like when you're in those seasons of struggle and you're, you're just doubting things and you're at your lowest point and just how the lord comes and meets you at it when you're just cool. like lying on the floor he's he's right there and it's it's very good awesome. he makes good music hey yeah. i'm all up for good music recommendations there's a lot of good christian music which we might have to talk about in the we'll future. have to come back yeah we'll episodes, what is christian episode film? 17 what yeah. is it what is a christian music <laughs> <laughs> what is christian music here episode 129 <laughs> uh, so what stick is around folks christian? subscribe yeah. now yeah. so that you can it's uh, our second to last episode yeah, right. <laughs> Prophecy. Now we're doing all sorts of <laughs> predictions about the future. Yeah. yeah. That's actually when Elisha dies. Oh. Yeah. So let's spread these episodes that's out exactly, <laughs> That's exactly what I was about to say. I was about to say it's when you die, but... Okay. Um, okay, maybe we die together. The house podcasting. collapses on us while we are podcasting who's gonna post we're it we're stuck in the basement oh yeah <laughs> so if if you were li- if you were listening to the episode what was it 128 then uh well you it's 129 two away so it's it's 131 yeah okay so yeah. when you when you when you are listening no to 128 to that number when you're listening to that then uh be sure to like come at come find the recording of yes. our last podcast yes and then you can have it you can yeah you can have it it'll be your don't bother plan. saving us yeah leave us yeah. we're probably dead already yeah yeah. Okay, well, anyway. now that we've got our death settled, <laughs> let's move on to something a little more dreary, Yeah, which are Christian movies. Uh. So there is this company that is starting up. It's a startup company trying to make a new Netflix. Not, 
it's not a new Netflix. They explicitly say they're not trying to just rebuild the Christian version of Netflix. That's what yeah. Pureflix already did. But they're trying to say we're going to build an entire new way of making movies. So next, Netflix is now both a streamer and a production house. And so they're trying to build a new thing that handles the whole thing differently so that it's not top-down executives making the decision. So kind yeah. of a merge of the Netflix idea and the VidAngel idea and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what it looks like. It's still in that kind of investor phase. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot hidden behind the curtain just to investors, yeah. and it's not been made public. So we're still kind of waiting to see what that sounds like. But all that to say, their tagline is Christian movies shouldn't suck. Mm. That's the tagline for Lore, L-O-O-R, Lore.TV, and their tagline is Christian movies shouldn't suck. And amazingly, that tagline makes sense to everyone who hears it. Yep. Because including the most ardent Christian movie loving person. (laughs) Because very often, Christian movies just plain suck. Deep down, they have that blue flower where they just know without a doubt that there can (laughs) be. There's got to be a better movie out there. Yeah. (laughs) There's and if there's no Christian movie in this world, I can only assume that there must be a Christian movie in the other world. Just gotta wait till heaven to get a good Christian film, I guess. Yep, that's that's uh, what I'm. Heaven to me is yeah. sitting on a couch with good popcorn and a big screen, watching a Christian film. Is that heaven, really? <laughs> oh man! Well, this this podcast is going to turn into yeah. an intervention of. Uh, but I think that's Josh's probably you know the, you know the 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 the, ki- the six minutes in heaven is that what it's called. The, the seven is it seven minutes? I don't know. No, uh, whatever. I, I bet he, I bet that kid just went up to heaven and watched a movie trailer for that movie. So I need to probably talk to him. No, that way he would have been going to hell. <laughs> I think if that, if that was the case, he would have uh, been watching something terrible. Okay. He'd we, been we, subjected we. to that trailer. Oh man! For seven minutes. Okay. Well. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for if I offended anybody, but I'm not sorry. He's not sorry at all. No, it's yeah. it's. So, but what? But it does bring up a problem yeah. that uh, Christian movies do, in general, get a bad rap of being movies that suck, and uh, I think there's different reasons for that. Mm-hmm. But before we even yeah. think through what is a good Christian film, what isn't a good mm-hmm. Christian film, we have to define the term. What is a Christian film? Yeah. So, like, wh- wh- why is that term so confused? Like, why? Uh, I think that the term uh, Christian film is very confused because it has a lot of different meanings to different people. It's a very uh, everybody's got a different idea. Mm-hmm. So, so what would be like? What what are examples of if you said Christian film? What what comes to your mind first? What like instantly what comes to come my mind is like uh, a God's Not Dead movie, mm-hmm. or uh, not saying that they're in the same category, but yeah. uh, like uh, Courageous or Fireproof, right? Films yeah. that have that you'll be handed at church, like yeah. like you'll you'll get. Like you'll go to a small group and you'll go to a courageous men's group and you'll be doing a study based right. off a book, based off yeah, a movie the, like, the or fireproof, fireproof book. challenge, yeah. the love dare. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's what comes to mind when I yeah. think of a Christian movie. And, uh, you know, growing up, there were a lot of movies like that that we watched uh, the, that were kind of niche Christian stuff like mm-hmm. The Printing. Did you ever watch that? Mm-mm. Or the whole flood of like Left Behind-esque movies oh. that came out. And there are that would be fantastic for us to review some mm. good old eschatological movies uh, like The the One or uh, there was... Do, do, uh, Nicholas Cage the, Left Behind? Have you behind? watched The Appointment? No. It's is one, it a rapture this film? This, no, no, this isn't a rapture film. This is a Christian film, but it's about this, the, this girl and the appointment is her death. She's been told she's going to die at this time. 
And so basically she better get saved or else. And so she keeps avoiding and eventually there's a fire in the building and she walks out of the building and she is like oh i escaped the fire and oh at the time i've still got oh it's good i've made it and then she trips and gets hit by the ambulance at the end. it's this the heck it's this <laughs> but somehow that fast is being good enough for us to watch in like our christian school it was like oh you know, man oh man oh we're gonna it's get a- so am- i'm so amped about this this <laughs> that is that is the issue that's what we're gonna break so, into so like th- that's m- not right like that. <laughs> that's movies not a good like story oh no not at all no movies like this and then the printing was a better one it was about printing bibles and communism and under yeah. communist russia uh yeah, all the rapture films, things like that. Like that—that's what I tend to think of when I think, I think of a we Christian do a good movie. job with docu series as Christians most of the time. That's true. With yeah. like, I mean, we do them all the time for our missionaries. Right. Yeah, that's true. So we'll just throw that off the table. That's not necessarily what we're talking yeah. about. But yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll come back to that eventually. Did yeah. you know I actually? So I was in grad school at one point, mm-hmm. and I wrote my thesis on missionary video presentations. Hmm. That's when I got interested in film theory and uh, things like that. So. That's cool. Random piece of trivia I'll, for I'll, the bio. We'll talk about this. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, the uh, we need. So we need to come to a definition of what yes. makes. What do we? What when we say a Christian film? What are we referring to? And I don't think there's a, there's any way to directly pin this down other than to say wh- when people say Christian movies, what kinds of things they're referring to. And I mm-hmm. and so first of all, I think that there's the term Christian film. That's just something christian themed Mm -hmm. so like for instance the printing that was a film about christians in russia trying to hide so it's themed around christianity Mm -hmm. uh god's not dead a christian student correct so i have Mm -hmm. not watched god's not dead you have watched it yes uh so you're a resident it's about it's about a christian a christian who yeah we're gonna this is gonna be the scapegoat for a lot of things um (laughs) but uh that one also falls in another category that we'll talk about here in a little bit but that that, that's definitely it's talking about a a christian's journey and yep um yeah that's yeah so there's a chosen in there we just yeah right that's true so anything that we uh any movies about uh jesus Mm -hmm. or or the apostles Mm -hmm. anything following so I, i think it'd be hard to say that like all movies made about like like noah mm-hmm. moses there's some movies we're going to talk about later when we talk about mm-hmm. movies in the bible mm-hmm. or not movies in the bible but movies about the bible yeah. you know those good movies they used to yeah. watch in the bible yeah. you know noah had his ark and he was watching this movie on yeah. yeah uh but the jacob's ladder the dream <laughs> <laughs> yeah jacob you know when he was watching yeah. that beautiful yeah, good movie beautiful picture yeah. uh it was kind of an avant-garde style mm-hmm. yeah what does it mean yeah, exactly. You you just yeah. have no idea, and you've got to talk mm-hmm. to film school students about the meaning yeah. behind the images. In this term, your pastor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So so the uh, there there's those kind of movies that aren't necessarily directly Christian. Those mm-hmm. could be you could call them Jewish or other things, mm-hmm. even though yeah. it depends on who made it and how they did it. But yeah. movies about Christian or about Christ would definitely fall in that category. Yeah. Uh, so there's Christian where, where we're talking about the theme of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh. And then we've got what else do we got? What, uh, I think if we are other if we just reasons here come around and we go uh-huh. to uh, the uh, the truth category. Yeah, um, we'll we'll bump into that. So things things like uh, that kind of because we've covered these subjects, like the the last two subjects that we covered in terms of Christ uh, being in in film, that kind of falls in that uh, that theme mm-hmm. that theme background. And then if you go back to our Christ figures talk. Um, that kind of falls into that truth category. 
uh, where you right. have things that because uh, all our our God is a God of truth, and so anything that is true falls under His umbrella, falls under His authority, and so you can you can pull good lessons out of things that have things that are ne- are true. Like you have yeah. uh, lessons that you can learn. Yeah, if the so like in in the Christ figures thing, if yeah. uh, all stories ultimately. If story structure itself comes yeah. from the way that the world was built, yeah. then uh, if people are kind of just trying to understand the way a good story works and they, and they are able to understand that because they're made in the image of God and they can discover that, that's common yeah. grace, mm-hmm. that then they could tell a really good story Excuse me, that reflects something about the way the world is yeah. that is true and honest and good yeah. that they, they don't even have to be a believer to do that. Or they don't have to be. It, does, it doesn't have to be made by a Christian or about Christianity yeah. for that to be true. You can have. I mean, think about, for instance, uh, Tolkien yeah. and the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. That has nothing to do, in one sense, with Christianity. Christianity no. is mentioned, no. uh, but yet it is, a, it is a very Christian book mm-hmm. because it tells something. It tells the truth about yeah. the way that the world is. Mm-hmm. So Even there are there. Sometimes I think that people refer to Christian films as films that echo the truth of christianity i think i think a good example of that is if you go narnia and in in uh middle earth narnia is expressly allegorical in nature and so in that way it's it's kind of it's more thematic than middle earth and lord of the rings and that Mm -hmm. uh i think lord of the rings falls into that that truth category a bit more than necessarily narnia because it has a lot of actual things that mirror like if you go lion witch in the wardrobe it's it mirrors a lot of Christ's life and his death and his crucifixion. Yeah. Whereas if you go over to Lord of the Rings, you have things that are like more true about life, more true about kingship and about friendship and how the world works. Like you're saying, I think, I think maybe that, that might, yeah, work. I think there'd be some bleed over in the two, but I think yeah, the, for when sure. it comes to, when it comes to, I, I guess, uh, since with Lewis, well, anyway, there's a lot of talks that could go there. Lot, Cause yeah. some people think that, uh, I, I saw this, recently this theory that that history is actually he thinks that that there was a theory that tolkien thought that his tale of the history of the earth is true not that uh not that necessarily there was this ring and all this the drama that played out in his Mm -hmm. story but just that there were men and elves and that the con that this was past age anyway it was a random fan theory or student theory yeah but but anyway so nonetheless like yeah they both are aiming at something that is true, yeah. just in different ways. And I think that Middle Earth seems more foreign. Yeah. It's the kind of thing that, like, this has no, it, it, yeah. on its face, has no relation to Christianity, mm-hmm. yet is telling the truth about the world in a way yeah. that is deeply Christian. Yeah, because Tolkien literally had, was not, was intentionally not doing allegory because he hated allegory. Is, yeah. I think what I was trying to get at. Yeah. Were, but I, but I, I guess that when, when it comes to that kind of question, though, I think mm-hmm. Lewis isn't allegorical and that he was expressly not so so that he is actually saying and this shows up even with his space trilogy mm-hmm. that for him he's saying okay i'm going to do a fa- create this fantasy world card n- called narnia mm-hmm. and if there is a fantasy world another world through this closet let's say there actually is another world in our world if i'm imagining that mm. then god is god over it got it and if they have fallen how are they redeemed oh, no. and so that then it's not strictly allegory in the sense that it actually still exists yeah. in our world 
it's not a tale that then is supposed to allegorically lend light, even though it does, mm-hmm. because it's from another place. Yeah. And he does the same thing with the space trilogy where he says, okay, I'm going to take my character to Mars. But if he's going to Mars, then this is God the world that God still has jurisdiction God is still, Mars. Yeah, so what does God's jurisdiction over Mars look like? Now, Mars mm-hmm. hadn't fallen yet. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, and Earth has. And Earth is, the first book is called Out of the Silent Planet because Earth is the silent planet that the Maladiel, or the... Uh, the Eldale of Earth has fallen, which mm-hmm. is Satan. Mm-hmm. And so Lucifer is no longer exercising his dominion like he should. He has fallen to Earth, and Earth has gone silent because there's no message. But there's this scandalous uh, rumor that Maldil himself, God, mm-hmm. actually went down there <laughs> and dealt mm-hmm. with things. Yeah. And so it's like that's kind of the, added, the idea from Mars, and then he goes to Venus, and then he, the last one ends up on Earth. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, that would just be my commentary there. I just got schooled. Hey. What just happened, man? Oh, <laughs> a nerd credit. I got to earn it back. That was that was good. I, I learned some things. Yeah, yeah. That's so this, it's why you have to read the space trilogy. I know. I haven't if you read, had read yet. the space trilogy, quite honestly, you would be fine. I haven't read most of Narnia. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Have I've you read, read all Lion Lord of the Rings. Rings. Lion I've read that. I read Magician's Nephew and Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. Okay. And bits and pieces of everything else. And mm-hmm. I've read Lewis. I've read like Mere Christianity. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Screwtape mm-hmm. Letters. But. Yeah. I haven't done the justice of reading gotcha. all of it, so that's yeah. probably my understanding is nice. Little. Well, yeah, no, it's so. So there is the allegory in the sense that, like, yeah. Aslan is definitely Jesus Christ yeah. in this world, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so in one sense, you could say it's allegory. It's, 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 it, it uh, yeah, it's just it defies the allegorical category a little bit. It's not a Pilgrim's Progress. It's you know not what, I mean? what like, Tolkien thought no, Narnia no, no. was, because I think my understanding of Narnia is Tolkien's understanding of Narnia, where Tolkien just called it a bunch of allegories right and i think that's i think that is yeah. what he yeah thought it he was. was i think yeah. i read a bit of his review mm-hmm. i think that's what's tainted me yeah as and i is yeah and i think that that's that would be the defense that people would marshal against yeah. a tolkien type critic critique Consider although tolkien was, defended people tolkien was very uh <laughs> very anal about stuff he's pretty harsh he, on yeah he didn't the written like, word he didn't like lewis even if you're friends like yeah. he just yeah <laughs> i love stories about those guys there's a book yeah. i want to read called the inklings that's about the yeah. him and barfield and uh who's the fourth guy so wasn't uh what's her face in there no sayers she yeah. wasn't part of, well she's not emphasizing this book okay. i mean she was one of their friends she was but her she was, friend yeah but yeah there's a there's a third guy i forget the or the fourth rather we're falling down the anyway the Lewis, yeah, yeah. Okay. The Lewis hole of <laughs> so the, the conservative episode, christian right? uh podcasts and we've got to get we've got to get uh get to christian All movies right, let's break into so, it so we just went over truth yeah so there's true movies well then we've got uh movies that are made by christians yeah and so this would i mean be just what it sounds like any movie that has been made by a christian could mm-hmm. be called a christian film because yeah. it was created by a christian and uh just as a quick aside Directors are not the only people who make movies, obviously, and so there's very often times where a movie could have been written by a Christian, mm-hmm. and that shaped the entire produced story. Produced by a Christian, yeah, produced by a Christian, edited, acted. I mean, yeah. down the line, you've got all sorts of different ways Christians can be involved Boom in the story by itself. Christian. <laughs> boom mic by a Christian, <laughs> and, and <laughs> there's not a whole lot of difference between a good Christian boom mic and a good non-Christian boom mic. Operator. I feel like there is. There, there probably is, really. Yeah, it's probably, you know, in all the Christian movies you've watched, the, what's made the difference is that the guy running the microphone was Christian. Yeah. Yeah. 
which is also an issue because this the sound isn't the greatest. Thing <laughs> okay. It's just production as a whole. But that's yeah, that's anyway. production. Anyway, different um, different thing. Last yeah. last thing. What's our last category is? Uh, but I'd like to point out in that creator category one? that that's a pretty broad category, and the fact that you have yes. people in there that you oh, wouldn't yeah, think yeah. like that's good. That's good. Scorsese. Yeah, yeah would be in that category because he's a right. considered a, a Roman Catholic mm-hmm. and we're got, not going to quibble with that right now. But. Yeah. You got like Scott Derrickson. Yeah. Same thing. Scott Derrickson is the guy who made uh, Dr. Strange. Mm-hmm. So made a really frontline big movie, yeah. big temple movie. Yeah. Uh, Christian guy. Yep. He's and, made horror movies. Yep. Made yeah. Horror movies. Uh, he's got a new movie coming out. Uh, yeah. Just all sorts of. Yeah. Yeah. That, that kind of genre is but it does super include, wide yeah. and it ends up, a lot of Christian themes ends up bleeding into that mm-hmm. because they're Christian. Yep. So okay. last one. What's our last category? The worst category. The worst category. Marketed Christian towards Christians. Uh, Christian movies uh, are just marketed. Just just like this pan- podcast is marketed towards you. Pandering to the audience. <laughs> um, we don't we don't pander to no, you. No, we don't. We in we, fact we we're really, trying to edify we despise you. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are acting like a typical elite. Mm-hmm. And just despising you. You don't know as much about movies you movie, as us. You movie noobs. <laughs> Come on. Get on our level. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, that is not the, pur- back down that's not the purpose. Uh, but to to get on, yeah, marketed films. Like uh, you have the whole of Pure Flix or Christian Hallmark, as, we, as we've coined it. Right. Um, uh, and you have like The God's Not Dead and the beyond the mask Ooh, beyond the mask oh we got to talk uh, about that one later yeah we're gonna we're gonna come back to beyond the mask and give some kind of in-depth analysis uh, yeah it's and so hard not to talk some, about it do some good stuff it's so bad but anyway. but the but the uh the idea there is that these are movies that have from the beginning from the outset mm-hmm. their market is a christian audience mm-hmm. and so they want to play to the christian audience's sensibilities mm-hmm. they want to give the christian audience what they want and I think that that brings in two factors. One, that Christians on the whole, mm-hmm. as a as a demographic, let's say, mm-hmm. not because nominal Christians, people who are just taking the name of Christian and not yeah. necessarily the, the serious Christian, mm-hmm. that then that becomes the real demographic that they're after because that's the big one. Yeah. And so they don't want to offend them. Mm-hmm. So they want to say the kind of thing that is going to attract them and not really yeah. challenge them or puff them up in their own, you know, yeah. It becomes just another form of propaganda. Yeah, I think it. I think you just look at like, I'll just point God's not dead for just a quick little example. Like, uh, just take for a moment. I think most people who are listening to this podcast have probably seen this movie, maybe not, um, or know of it. And if you just look at that film and you look at how the the Christian is portrayed and all the Christian characters, and see how like how virtuous and like how good they are, and the only problems that they have is just that they're not. They're not pushing it enough. Like, they're good, but they're not pushing right. it enough. Yeah. That's their only problem, yep. that they just have to commit more. And then you look at the atheists, and you look at the non-Christians, and they're just people who abuse their daughters. They're people who <laughs> scoff and have say horrible things to all of their students and are mean, are just not good people, horrible yeah. bloggers. Like, and and look at the two, and they're, they're portraying people as villains. So, like, you just need to think about, like, that's what this whole thing is, is that you're being targeted yeah. as an audience and that this movie isn't meant for you to share with others. It's really just meant for you. And it's meant to, to feed an idea to you of who you are as a Christian and who you want to be and who the world is. And so in some ways, yeah, and that gets back to the idea that like, so it, 
the most important category of a Christian yeah. movie that we care about is mm-hmm. that the movie tells the truth. Yep. But it doesn't lie to us about the way that the world is. Yep. And that can be done by a Christian. So that's our you know other category yeah. of a Christian-made movie. Or yep. it can be done by a non-Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it can be a Christian movie that tells the truth about Christian people yeah. or about Jesus in a way that is Christian-themed. But mm-hmm. it could be all of those things. Or, and it could be marketed to Christians. Yeah. And not tell the truth. So mm-hmm. that it can be a movie that, because it's marketed to Christians yep. and shaped by trying to appease that audience, mm-hmm. that it ends up not telling the truth. Yeah. And in the most important way, is not a Christian film then. Yeah. It's just trying to, yeah, trying to make you feel, feed you in some way. Yeah. And validate that, yeah. hey, you're right. And this is just a yeah. rah-rah parade mm-hmm. for you. It's not actually trying to tell the so, truth. Yeah. Like when they, when the Christ, the non-Christian gets hit by a car in the movie, it's it's treated in a story way as him getting his just desserts hmm. in a story way. When the non-Christian gets diagnosed with cancer, it's kind of treated as like a ha, like God yeah. got you. Like that, that's terrible and horrible. Yeah. So which, which, so I'm totally for the bad guy getting his just yeah, desserts. It's true. And it's just that when it becomes such a caricature yeah. that it's just, God is seen as a, you know, vindictive person yeah. who just, does things to you because you didn't like him mm-hmm. and because you picked on yeah. someone. Well, then that's that's not an accurate portrayal of God. Yeah. God is merciful, and God's judgment is very often. In fact, the Bible portrays the judgment of God mm-hmm. as God taking His hand from you, His hand of mercy mm-hmm. in Romans one, yeah. so that you reap the consequences of your sin. Yeah. That God is intervening in all of us to keep us from getting what we deserve. Yeah, and that God's judgment is just letting us do what we want. Uh-huh. So. If, if, I mean, I, I don't know the nature of the story, but there would be a way I could see that, that there are natural consequences mm-hmm. to sin. Yeah. When you sin, you should expect guilt. You should expect mm-hmm. shame. Yeah. You should expect uh, there to be, that you should expect bad things to happen mm-hmm. in one sense. But those bad things have to be according to the way God made the world. Yeah. Not an arbitrary, you know, you know yeah. your family dies because... Because you, you don't like God. Like, yeah. that's... And, and I and, guess there are, like, exceptional cases. Yeah. But it's just that in often in these kinds of movies, like the the uh, mm-hmm. appointment or things like that, yeah. it's a caricature of what is being said. So instead yeah. of... Yeah, instead of being a... And, and so the opposite of this, I think, would actually mm-hmm. be the myth, right? Mm-hmm. Like that the myth is portraying the ideal and the evil. Mm-hmm. So to go back to Tolkien, yeah. you've got the orcs, mm-hmm. evil yeah, creatures, and you've got Saruman and mm-hmm. and uh, the 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 darkness, mm-hmm. and then you have the light. You have Gandalf, yeah. and you have people fighting for the mm-hmm. light. And so, in that sense, there is a good and an evil and a battle of the two, yeah. and it's this ideal world in in or a, not an ideal world, but an uh, it's portraying an ideal. Mm-hmm. And that battle doesn't take place between man and man, and necessarily. But, but of, even if it, but even if it did, I guess yeah. what I'm saying is that it portrays a mythic ideal. Yeah, that's that's not a caricature. That these movies, that's like a really deeply fleshed out vision of the of the cosmic conflict. Yeah. Whereas these kinds of movies are trying to portray the good and evil uh-huh. versus each other, but it's just a cartoon. It's yeah. you know, it's so it's it's a 2D, low yeah. detail, low res version of what happens on the cosmic scale. Yeah, and and. Honestly, like I think, I think what like the thrust of a movie and the setting that that they try to go for and the feel that they try to go for of this you're you're in a college, there's students around you, you're going to school, 
Like it's they try to make it very real. And mm-hmm. where that falls short is the fact that there yes, there are people like like the professor in that movie. Yes, there's right. people like the horrible blogger. But that's not everybody. Like the I think if you're gonna go for a real movie, I think a better way to go about it is to go the like we're we're the same. Like we're both human beings. And I think right. where some of the best Christian films shine is that it shows that we're human beings, that we have wants, desires, there's there's good things that people do and there's bad things that people do. But at the end of the day, what makes it what makes the Christian have something that the other one doesn't is Christ. Right. And that he has he has Christ. And that's 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 the difference. And yeah. that you can see that in his life, not necessarily that Yeah. Which reflects a broader problem yeah. is that it, that that is a caricature of real of the real world because yeah. their theology is a caricature of the real world. Yeah, right. That that we as the broader Christian mm-hmm. church, yeah, in America have just become such. We have become the caricature. Yeah, and therefore we end up only being able to make the caricature of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where like as good intentioned as Sherwood Pictures is, mm-hmm. and with the quality that they have, that they are true to life in. A lot of other ways, mm-hmm. right? Like that they're yeah. <clears throat> they're true to the evangelical life that we understand mm-hmm. and that we've been a part of. Mm-hmm. But because the evangelical life we've been a part of and grown up in mm-hmm. is such a caricature of Christianity and historic Christianity, mm-hmm. then you end up with a with what feels like a cheap or caricatured movie. You, you know, even if it's a good movie, like because yeah. Sherwood has a different level of quality than yeah. things like. Uh, the stuff I saw as a kid, right? Like they're, they're actually, com- the technology is cheaper, the access mm-hmm. is easier, yeah. and we have now the opportunity, and churches are richer. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you've got more access to abilities to yeah. make that kind of thing and compete on that level. Mm-hmm. But now you've got high production values that are able to bring our faith to the screen, and it turns out our faith is shallow. Mm-hmm. And I think that the answer to that is to have better Christians, that if we're going to have good Christian movies, yeah. we have to have Christians that don't have a caricatured faith. Yeah. have a deep, rich understanding mm-hmm. of the historic Christian faith mm-hmm. who have lives that are shaped by that and uh, who then go out and make movies to the glory of God. Like yeah. that's, that's what we have to have. That's, that's the aim, and that's honestly why we started this podcast. Yeah, and just <laughs> to tell all sorts of <laughs> yeah. stories, right? Like that there is yeah. no story off limits. God is telling yeah. one, of the, one of my favorite authors and... Uh, kind of speak, speak someone who speaks into this area is Nate Wilson mm-hmm. and he says often that God like God is telling stories every day mm-hmm. with his word mm-hmm. and so when you see when when there's a de- family of deer that <laughs> interrupt the podcast then mm-hmm. that 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 is God telling a story mm-hmm. God is purposefully bringing this family of deer and he's feeding that family and there's a there's a, a story happening mm-hmm. with this family of deer that we do not follow mm-hmm. as humans we do not follow no. him around but god cares yeah. god is with every sparrow that falls he is telling every yep. one of those stories and he tells a story of a rotation of the earth again and again and again the sun mm-hmm. comes up and goes down the sun comes up and goes down yeah. and god is telling these stories again and again and again and some of these stories like these creatures that we discovered that we forever. didn't that we didn't know about yeah. right that have been happening since well, since creation, that's, as best we know. That's what I love about watching like Planet Earth and like those yeah. shows that they're like, well, they try to cram evolution and all this, <laughs> yeah. this crap in there. Uh, but <laughs> they, they try to cram all that stuff in there and it just, uh, it doesn't work. Like it, it, it pales in comparison. Like you hear the story through the visual 
of the fact that these things would be happening yeah. without me. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And they have been happening, like yeah, you're saying. and we've not known about them. Yeah. And then they just show up. God is a God who is telling stories constantly. Mm-hmm. There is no story that is off limits for a Christian mm-hmm. to tell. And there's no story sense. being told without him. Absolutely. And yeah. so we just have to realize that and work with the grain of that. Mm-hmm. Work with the Spirit of God mm-hmm. to just go make stuff. Go tell yeah. stories. Tell it. Our life is telling a story. Mm-hmm. And so... You know, we can tell a story that is just as bad as those Christian movies. That's why missionary books make great books and great stories. Yeah. Because they're right. they're a life lived. Yeah. Like, now, there's and, some, and, some that are told badly. Yeah. But. Some are, some are, to, are told yeah. badly, but, like, at, at the heart of it, like, you can right. see, you can see narrative, like, and just any biography book that you, that you pick up that's well written, mm-hmm. you can, you can see that. Yeah, exactly. So... <laughs> you know, <Pardon> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes uh, toilets get flushed mm-hmm. upstairs and, you know, yeah. we'll see how well they show up on the recording. But Gorilla if they don't podcasting. show up on the recording, you didn't hear anything. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Anyway, that was the, that was a flushing of the Christian movie morale down yeah. the toilet. That's what that yeah. sound was. We're not doing good guys. We need to do better. And so let's make yeah. some craftsmen, but most of all, let's make good Christians. Because we need good Christians to be able to make good Christian movies. And and caveat, like, the, these, the Christian filmmakers that have gone out there and made film, like Sherwood Pictures, uh, they've made more movies than I have. Yeah. And they, they've, they had a goal, obviously, their goal was just to, to preach through film. But, and all the Christian filmmakers, like, even Beyond the Mask and God's Not Dead, I think, I don't know who the director is, but that these are, are Christians who are making film. So, like... Yeah. I applaud that. Absolutely. But and, still. And, and in, in another sense, too, I think that there is a uh, there's a widow's might concept here. Yeah. That if you are a person who wants to make movies and you want to make them mm-hmm. to the glory of God and you are just getting started and you've got a DSLR camera mm-hmm. or you've got, you know, and you've got a little computer or you've got your iPhone and you're just going out to try to make stuff. Oh, yeah. Go make stuff. As I, I, if people attribute it to... to uh, Chesterton, and I'm not exactly sure where he said it or how he said it, but he said anything worth doing is worth doing badly. Mm-hmm. And I'm very okay with the bad number of Christian movies yeah. that we have. As someone pointed out, how many bad Hollywood movies are made? So many. And let's, let's add up, like, per dollar, the number of dollars spent on Christian movies and number of dollars spent on Hollywood movies. Mm-hmm. And then let's take that and run the numbers as far as mm-hmm. good versus bad. And dollar for dollar, we've probably got good. We've probably got a really good ratio mm-hmm. going on in the Christian movie yeah. world. So I want to see more of that. Mm-hmm. I want to see more movies made by Christians, more yep. on all in all those categories. Just I want to any, see all of that. Any old movie, like, yeah. Just just start I making. I just want them, them done well. We can judge you objectively yeah. because you're making. You're yeah, making you're making art. something you're putting out in public, and, and so we're gonna we're gonna judge it on the basis of all made constructively. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Good, good judging, yeah. not not like bad judging. We're yeah. gonna you know critique everything to death, yeah. but just that just that if it's out there, we're we're not going to leave the standard behind when not we go put kitty gloves and, uh, on. Yeah, because you're a Christian deal with, film. Deal with the movies. Yeah, we're that's the issue. Deal with them. That's why we why we're stuck with these films because nobody right within our circle. Yeah, is we we to call can't them. just say that. And this goes back to the caricature of Christianity. Mm-hmm. If we are caricatured Christians. And there are good guys and there are bad guys, and we are definitely the good guys. It doesn't matter what's going on. There's no objective standard outside of ourselves. Mm-hmm. The only standard is, do you have the you know Jesus fish on your bumper sticker? Mm-hmm. If that's the only thing that we are using to judge whether or not we're, we're making good movies, is that it was made by me. Well, then 
We have no standard by which to say, here's where we failed, here's how we can do better. Mm -hmm. And we have to have that if we're going to move forward. And that standard is not, that that standard is broad and mm -hmm. and involves a, it involves a lot of disciplines. Mm -hmm. The discipline of storytelling, dramatic mm -hmm. structure, the discipline of cinematography, the discipline of video editing, the discipline, mm -hmm. all the different crafts that are involved in capturing the image and lighting the scene and, and yeah. animation and all, all that kind of stuff all comes together and they all have to come together in a way that serves one clear articulate story yeah. and that story has to, re there's just so much that goes into it. Mm -hmm. And so it's not the kind of thing that we can just go out and throw some money at and it's going to happen. It's the kind of thing that's going to take work and time and dedication mm -hmm. and uh, just a love of film, a love of God and a love of people yep. if we're going to make stuff that's worth watching. So we'll do it. Well, I hope you go out and do it. If you've yep. made movies and you want to share them with us, we would love to watch your movies. That'd be awesome. We'd love to critique them. Yeah. If you would like your movie to be critiqued. Just know it will be critiqued. It will be critiqued. Harshly, most likely. The harshest just, of critiques. Yeah, we, we, are, we, are, we do not go easy on people. <laughs> That's why we don't make movies, because yeah. we don't want to be critiqued by ourselves. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, no, we really, we would, if you've made a movie or you are interested in making movies, we'd love to just talk with you. We'd yeah. love to talk to people like that. And uh, so you can get in touch with us on the website, foxfarfarmhouse.com. You can email me. Uh, I don't have a website email, but it's josh at bartellsproductioncompany.com. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Anyway, this has been another episode of Foxfire Farmhouse, the podcast. Thanks for sticking around with us, folks. Bye. Bye. Bye.